114 of the Black in Fashion podcast. Guys, make sure that you check out our Black Note series. Um, during our Black Note series, you guys can send in your notes anonymously um, give, so we can give our input, advice, and tips and stuff like that on your Black Notes. Don't forget to also send in your videos for the Black in Fashion I Am Black in Fashion campaign. We want to hear from you. I am your host, Lenise Collier, and this episode is sponsored by Harlem Fashion Week as well as 620 Style. I want to make sure I list all of the information in the show notes and, of course, give you guys a little bit of... Um, um, information about these two black owned businesses that you would want to be a part of. So today I am joined by Tiffany of RGN Sport. As a black woman and former soccer player with big thighs, Tiffany loved to work it out but hated having to constantly pull down and unroll her shorts mid-workout. That's what spurred the idea for a new type of short. On that, and that one that was made to stay put and had pockets. She shared her idea with her fiance on a trip to South Africa, realizing that they had never uh, seen athletic wear that showcased African print. He pushed her to pursue the idea after years of labor designing shorts and sports bras, trialing samples, and lots of love, RGN Sport was born. They are determined to solve apparel problems we've all faced. They don't want to just make your workouts easier. They want you to feel more confident whether you're running errands or walking your dog in apparel you know was made to suit you. Thank you so much, Tiffany, for joining me today. It is a pleasure. Of course, Lenise. Thanks so much for having me. Of course, I'm making sure I, I I had to articulate that because you know how many women have issues. I got thick thighs too. <laughs> it, it is a constant, constant struggle. Uh, so I'm glad that you were able to solve one of the biggest problems ever. <laughs> yes, so of course. If you could just tell us a little bit about like your background, where you're from, where you grew up, um, you know how you got into the sports world, and you know we'll start there. Sure. So I grew up in Virginia. Um, I've been an athlete my entire life. In high school, I played three sports, soccer, track and field, and basketball. I went on to play soccer in college at Colorado College and a little bit semi-professionally afterwards. And, you know, just working out had been such a big part of my life. Um, but I always found, like, no matter what sport I was doing, what workout I was doing, I always had the same issues with shorts, and it always frustrated the life out of me. Um, and so in doing a lot of travel and, you know, reconnecting with my roots, just realizing that like, while I was seeing more African prints in a lot of different styles and clothes and, um, in more settings, I wasn't seeing it in like sports settings. And that's what really intrigued me because it was 90% of what I wore outside of going to work. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's really like where the idea was born from and, you know, a little bit of my background that created that. Um, this brand for us gotcha so tell me a little bit about that sample making process for you um did you come with sketches or did you have to work with like you know a different fashion illustrator like how did you get your vision down on paper for someone to be able to create a pattern and get your fabric so can you talk a little about your sample making process sure so I am self-taught I've been sewing now for just 
four years um and i started making swimwear and that is how i learned how to sew i was just going on vacations and it seemed like something that was within reach to learn how to do and so from my knowledge and how to make um, swimwear is where i started sketching samples for sketching patterns for our shorts and sports bras um, and then I was just trying to find a manufacturer knowing that I didn't have the machinery. What it takes to make um, athletic wear and what it takes to make swimwear are two different completely ball, complete ball games um, in a lot of ways. So I knew that I would need a manufacturer to do it in the way that, you know, I really wanted to. And um, it was a lot of trial and error. It, it was a lot of like learning the language, the language that manufacturers speak, learning how to effectively communicate the changes that you want made in like clear and concise manners a lot of samples being made it being inaccurate and you having to go back to the drawing board a little bit tweaks and changes that you have to make um maybe your manufacturer wants to charge x to do something and you know it doesn't cost that so you can take it away from your manufacturer to your pattern grader to someone to like tweak the patterns um things of that nature it was a very strong learning curve it was probably a year before the idea that i had actually came to fruition in a full cycle right tiffany i'm so glad to hear you say that (laughs) (laughs) i'm only glad to hear you say that Um, i own an apparel consulting company as well and that's what i do i do product development and production for aspiring designers so i do the the fabric sourcing the pattern making the sample making and then i push them into production mostly domestic production but i do work with overseas manufacturers i do all the pattern grading i mean i work with different factories i negotiate price i do all of that oh wow yeah so talk offline (laughs) yeah yeah i have girl so busy right now i got like 100 different projects and i'm literally i have 100 different brands um i'm just coming down because i'm not taking as many clients as i used to but in the past two years but i'll take you of course (laughs) the last two years (laughs) i've created products for over 300 brands and mostly black women-owned brands with that wow i love that and um, that process that you was just explaining and you talking about, I say this day by day when I tell you, cause like I get a lot of emails from clients like, where are my samples? Where's my patterns? Where is this? And I'm like, it's a process. And we do everything by hand, of course, because computers mm-hmm. can't fit our bodies and I'm working with black women. So I'm doing a lot of plus size and swimwear and a lot of the things that you discussed. And it's always important for me, like trust the process. Like it sometimes takes that amount of time to get the right fit, you know, to get the right fabrics, to know the right construction. And I just feel like I'm always being, uh, I ain't gonna say yelled at, but always just like pushing, like to rush out these samples. And then I'm like, you don't even have your website yet. You don't even have your pricing strategy. Mm. You don't have your marketing. So you rushing me and you ain't even got your, you're not even ready, honestly, for production. Cause sample right. making, pricing is one price. And then you get to production and it's a whole set of different prices. <laughs> so it's 100%. good. It's, it's great to hear someone say that like, you know, from the idea, stage it took you like a year to get to exactly where you needed to be because it is a process and then it's also you learning at the same time you know and making mistakes and doing trial and error just trying to get to the perfect fit as well so yeah I'm so glad to hear you say that that makes me happy y'all hear that I've been telling y'all <laughs> I've been telling y'all it's a process so stop rushing me <laughs> right I also love to hear you say that you do everything by hand for that exact reason that we are dealing with problems that most 
computers, their algorithms, what they are coming up with aren't suited to solve the problems that we're trying to solve. Exactly. So that's what makes that rub so difficult too, is that that nuance of like, yes, I know that this is how you're traditionally used to doing it, but because I am trying to create something new, I need there to be more leeway there. Exactly. Especially like with us creating, because like I say us, because I say black, <laughs> like creating <laughs> products for black women and a lot of the things that we have seen in the markets and stuff like that, clearly they're not out there. So if you keep in mind that you're creating something from scratch, something you've never seen before, even more the reason why it's not as easy to do, you know? So like that should even give you like the more of like a little bit of ease to know like, hey, I'm creating something that's not out there. It is gonna, I'm creating a product from scratch that does take time and it takes patience. And that was my, my grandmother taught me how to sew when I was six. And the first book she gave me said, the first thing you need in sewing is patience. Like mm-hmm. literally, like it's because it, that's what it is. Like it takes right. time to create, you know. So I love that you said that. Can you talk a little bit about um, just how you go about designing your collections? Like, do you have like a certain aesthetic in mind? Like, when every time like you do a drop, or do you just stay consistent to like using like your you know your cultural background and just focus? So I know you have a a staple product, you know that you know stops you know from moving up the thighs, but mm-hmm. as you grow. Um, into producing more products and stuff like that what does your design process look like yeah so I think with sport I'm definitely learning how to go about that like I'm really we have our three core four core products right now and I'm learning like what I want to add to that mix and the aesthetic that I'm trying to drive a big piece of like how I curate my products is based on what feels true to the customer base I'm trying to build. Mm -hmm. So what's solving problems for them? What are things that are really commonplace in the market right now that my best friends don't feel comfortable wearing and why don't they feel comfortable wearing that? And where can I solve that problem for them? That's a lot of what drives the products that I come to market with. Gotcha. You're saying everything I want to hear, Tiffany. <laughs> <laughs> so, a little bit more. So, I make designers that I work with, like, because, like, I used to just do products for everybody. Now I have a program where they have to learn and they have to go through, like, my mentoring and my coaching before I'll even do services. And the first mm. assignment is to write a narrative from the time your customer wakes up to the time that she goes to sleep. So that way you really understand who your consumer is and that way you know exactly what products to offer her. And that's my first assignment, like understanding, like do your customer profile, but also I need a story. I need a day in the life of of the consumer so that you can Mm -hmm. figure out what other things you can offer her. So for instance, I do have a young lady that's doing uh, active wear like similar to you we came down to you were making yoga mats we making boxing gloves so she has this certain mm-hmm. image in her mind like we're gonna do some water bottles we're gonna do some hair wraps with the sweatbands on the inside like all the different things that we can have just like small either you know gifts with purchase or adding something extra but it's like you said you have to make sure that you understand your market and see what's out there but also make sure that you're satisfying all your customers needs like supply and demand right yeah absolutely love that so i have a little segment and the segment is called it's a success (laughs) 
or it's a disaster. Um, and in the it's a success, it's a disaster. Says I want you to tell me a story, um, um, or something that may have happened like throughout your process um, that it went completely to hell, and but you <laughs> learned something like from the experience. And the it's a success, it's a disaster segment is actually brought to you by Six Twenty. Six Twenty is a sportswear, is a sportswear made with a joyful spirit. It is effortlessly weaves together fashion and functionality with threads of bright colors and bold statement pieces. We don't just want to be a part of your special day. We want to be a part of your every day. So make sure you guys check out 620 Style. Follow them and shop their collection. So Tiffany, if you can tell us a little story about something that definitely kind of switched around your gears a little bit. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, it was definitely my first interaction with a manufacturer that I tried to work with. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like heartbreaking isn't even the word it just was (laughs) so frustrating um from the way we communicated to what my expectations were what they told me to expect and what we received um getting things wrong like me having like the email verification that this is what it was supposed to be based on our communications and this is what we received um having to resource fabrics having to source my own elastics having to take what I gave them, they said they fixed, and then taking it to a completely different pattern maker and pattern grader because what they gave me in the end was botched. It was a nightmare. <laughs> wow. Do you mind if I ask where did you produce? Is it overseas, California, New York? Yeah, we we produce in China now. In China? And yeah, we started, did you start our... domestically? Well... Yeah, that's what we tried to do. We tried to start in a, um, a manufacturer in L.A. We were really interested in keeping it um, in the U.S., but it just felt impossible by the time we finished that experience. Oh, I got you, girl. Because if you want to ever bring it on home, I got the perfect places for you. And I can help okay. as well. I'm like, if you ever want to bring it back here, I got Again, you. Again, <laughs> I would love to talk. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that I've heard that experience multiple times. Um, I get a lot of clients from out of LA and people are bamboozling them. And it's usually because of like that learning curve that you were speaking about, like not being super mm-hmm. duper educated on the different things. And you know, when you change a fabric, yeah, you have to change a pattern because of the elasticity and all of those different things. And that's why I even end up changing my program to like make sure I feel like I was doing people with not like I wasn't doing my due diligence and I wasn't giving them what they need by not doing the education. But, you know, mm. manufacturers expect for you to come in and know everything, you know. And I don't think right. that, I don't really think that they're, they're that great at working with new designers because it's like if you're not willing to explain then or what's going on, then, you know, they just right. want you to that's, come in ready, you know. Right. That's Well, that's what this manufacturer said that they were very well versed in like we'll take you from the your beginning stages to completely to fruition like we're used to working with new designers and it just completely fl- fell flat i felt like i was definitely bamboozled bamboozled did you lose a lot of money in the sense or did you at least recoup some fronts money some funds? time yeah it was definitely a rub but it wasn't i mean it, it ended up taking so long that the money loss was not as even a bigger problem to me as the time that we lost because I was like, if I knew that I was gonna have to start from scratch, like I've been saving obviously because I know that we're gonna go into manufacturing, but the time that I lost and ha- now having to start from scratch again eight months later, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that that's sucks. the part that w- was really frustrating. Yeah, that really sucks. 
So can you tell a little bit about like your launch? Like how did you do it? You know, a lot of designers are afraid to, you know, come out the gate um, and just have units because they're afraid that they might sit on those units. Did you go like that pre-sale or like that pre-order route? Like uh, what was your um, sales uh, strategy for your launch? Yeah, ours was um, interesting. I won't say that we did it right. Okay. <laughs> I, I learned a lot from our launch. Um, we had our swim brand that we've had for three years at that time. And um, we were getting a lot of love at the beginning of 2020. We had like one of the best years. I was like, I don't know where people are wearing these swimsuits, but I'm glad that they're buying them. I'm so grateful. Um, we probably should have leveraged having an established brand more to launch our sport brand, but because they're run completely differently, I didn't want to house them in the same um, company name. So they're two different brands, but I probably should have leveraged my swim brand more to launch my sport brand that being said um we had just gotten engaged at the time we were engaged for four months at the time that we launched um rgn sport mm -hmm. and so it was really like homegrown like we really had a great like opening weekend and a lot of buzz and we had you know curated a lot of um influencers that helped us carry that through but because we were also saving for a wedding that we were having in a year from the launch, it just, I didn't, we weren't able to continue keeping that thrust going. You know what I mean? It was a lot of picking and choosing like what our money is going to, what our time is going to, what we can ha honestly have the bandwidth to do because it's really the two of us and people that we can hire to work in different aspects of the business as we go through the year. Gotcha. Do you have like a team now and how are you like, uh, how are you managing like your product development and your production and everything now? Um, are you guys looking into additional business ventures? So how's like your day to day? Yeah, I mean, um, we have a, a publicist, we have a dedicated manufacturer. We're definitely growing in how we're operating, but with, um, we still work our nine to five. So we are like limited in how and how much we can interact with other people and going through the business. So right now we're just building in terms of like how to continue to grow and getting the capital in order to build our team further so that we can continue to expand. Nice, nice. What are the, uh, the product categories you're thinking about going into? Like what can we expect to see from you like this year? Yeah, so right now we're t we just tested satin line hoodies um, trying to decide whether they should be cropped or curved hem. We'll probably may do a run of both. Nice. Um, I just sampled some tank tops. Um, if we get into, we're looking at vending at a couple of festivals this year, um, Broccoli City Fest and maybe Essence Fest. Nice. And if we do that, then I would like to do crop tops because I feel like that's an easy um, nod for festival wear so whether people want to wear it while they're at the festival or even if they're just going to throw it on with a pair of jeans like trying to find those seams where we're staying true to our brand like I love a crop top when I'm in the gym with my leggings I just like that silhouette um but also staying true to knowing that our ideal customer has a broad life outside of the gym and outside of working out and trying to be able to fit into that lifestyle also gotcha nice okay dope so um, my last segment before we close out is called It's a Muse. Um, it's 
I just want you to um, give us something that you use as your inspiration, whether it is a book, a mantra, um, your morning rituals, a quote, anything that as an entrepreneur keeps you inspired and keeps you motivated that you would want to share with another entrepreneur. Oh, sure. I like this question. <laughs> um, I think the biggest sticking point for me in being an entrepreneur really learning how nonlinear owning your own business is. And I think that that has been the hardest thing for me to grasp personally, because everything in life just seems like, you know, you go to school, you go to college, you start working, and then whatever you do from there is really your own adventure. And trying to create structure in this nonlinear space has been a welcome challenge, I would say. Um, so creating like a morning routine, I used to be I'm not a morning person. I used to be like the person that was against like morning routines because I don't like routines for me are like boring. Like I like to, what I, I did yesterday is different from what I'm doing today. And I feel like that's really owed to an entrepreneur, but having something that keeps me focused at the beginning of the day and helps me hone in on, on doing what I need to get done for my business has really helped me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think I would add to that, that <laughs> this may be lame, but either way, <laughs> is a big inspiration for me i i don't i used to watch her youtube special the awkward black girl and i just love her glow up and i just love that she stayed steadfast and true to herself and is is famous and wealthy for being herself and i think that that is really a testament to staying tied tried and true and to staying disciplined and dedicated to your craft absolutely i love that um, can you go ahead and throw out like your social media handles so everyone knows how to follow you, any special events or anything that you guys got coming up, releases, uh, just throw it all out. And of course, I'll put it in the show notes as well. Sure. Um, we're on Instagram at RGN Sport. Um, please follow us and be involved in our process. We love to involve our our followers and what we're creating next, how we should do it, like what length of shirts they like, what whether it should be long sleeve, short sleeve, tank top, I love to involve our followers into helping us create what we're dropping next. Um, they helped us create our leggings. They're the most comfortable leggings I've ever owned, and everyone that has owned them has said nothing but great things. And so I really like this process, and that's how we like to continue to do our business. Um, next up, we should have um, crop tops in the summer, maybe some long hem T-shirts for those that like to, you know, not – have their stomach out i completely understand <laughs> and um hoodies in the in the fall so that's what you guys can expect from us next nice 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 okay cool i just went ahead and made sure i was following you as well i can't be on here talking to you if i'm not hearing it here with it <laughs> i just thank follow. you perfect and i just sent you our page as well so if you need any help with like, you know, hoodies, cause we do it like, um, I have like this instant fashion designer program. So you okay. can pick like the hoodie um, shape of course, and then you can pick the color and you can pick your fabrication and like really, really customize it. So it's kind of like a little twist on like having private labels. So you don't have to buy and change the tags. You literally create it from scratch. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely it's instant fashion designer. Yep. So okay, I, awesome. I sent you our page so you can take a look at it as well. Well, that one at least, I got like four pages. <laughs> I, girl, I know the struggle. Yeah, I'm like, I have like four pages. I have the LC Apparel Consultant. I also have a um, nonprofit. It's called the Black Girls Designer Club. So we offer mentorship and coaching in different programs for young girls that's interested in fashion. And of course, I have this podcast. I have a handbag line and I have a consulting company. 
Okay. So definitely That's check awesome. us out. Um, okay, I well, think you would be amazing. Um, one of our clients, and we can definitely take you um, wherever you want to go. If there's nothing that we cannot do, the only thing we don't do is shoes. Everything else we can do. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's great to know. I definitely want to talk to you too about our Regalia Swim brand because I, I feel like that could be a fit for that also. Definitely, definitely. I sent you the information. We'll talk offline as well. So okay, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. And thank you so much, Tiffany, for being a part of this show. We look forward to seeing you doing some amazing things. Um, of course, guys, as I always say, stay black. Peace out. All right. Thanks so much for having me. Have no a great problem. one. Have a good one, Tiff. All right. Bye. bye.